coming to you, undead from the crypt. This is Adelaide Horror Podcast with Zombie Joe. <laughs> Hi and welcome to the Adelaide Horror Podcast. This is your host Zombie Joe. Today's episode is number 20 and I'm looking at creature horror. So I've picked 2000's Jeepers Creepers. I've got a collection of other of my favourite creature features as well. So that's going to go into the uh, horrible mention section of this and uh, the podcast version that you can get on uh, iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify. We'll go into these movies more in depth. I'm just going to be mentioning them today in the episode and just talk about Jeepers Creepers uh, in general. Uh, no spoiler kind of stuff. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Um, first time horror film, I'd, I'd suggest, yeah, it's, I don't see why not. Um, but like I said, it's up to the discretion of the person showing. If it's a kid that wants to see it, then you kind of go, eh, like, wait until you get older. But if it's, you know, you've got a partner and they haven't really... Uh, you're just introducing them for the first time into a horror film kind of stuff. I'd yeah, I'd I'd recommend that they can watch it, but just watch it with you rather than on their own uh, kind of thing, um, and just basically explain roughly what the film's about. But yeah, I can see that as being kind of like a first time dabble into a horror film where it's not too terrifying, but it's scary enough to get your heebies, uh, you know, tickled. So uh, yeah, cool. Just a bit of housekeeping, uh, before I should say crypt keeping beforehand. Um, so what's what the deal is with me now? <laughs> what's the deal, Potato Phil? Uh, I'm going to be doing episodes now every month. Well, the last two episodes have been every month. Uh, that's kind of been out of my hands. Uh, a lot of different little commitments have been going on, primarily... Uh, with the kid and then uh, outside of that which is my work commitments and stuff I've still kept my original job but I've picked up another job and now recently I've picked up another job so um, very busy very busy little ghoul here out into the human world so um, yeah I've just been in the last month getting my bonehead around how to do this job properly and uh, all the procedures and protocols involved with that uh, and uh, yeah, just the different hours. I start very early in the morning uh, or very late in the afternoon. So um, it's kind of all over the place. Um, and yeah, juggling the toddler. So uh, yeah, it's it's kind of, I've been meaning to sit down for quite some time now and uh, talk about Jeepers Creepers, but the time just hasn't been on my side. So I just kind of thought, okay, I don't want to give up the podcast. I just got to be realistic about time management. So I decided there'll be monthly episodes and um, yeah, that way I'll still be able to uh, research the films that I want to talk about uh, and re be able to realistically keep to a kind of a time roster with, uh, with the episode. So if you have subscribed, then that way you know every month you're going to see Mr. Potato Head come out and talk about his favourite horror films and uh, yeah, all good. Cool. So yeah, it's it's yeah, it's been it's been quite a ride <laughs> for the last month. So, and also too, there's major arterial fucking roadworks happening right in the front of my house because it's a main road. So uh, yeah, I, I get fun. It's six p.m. to six a.m. Uh, my front main road is like fucking New York City, and it's that's all you're fucking hearing. Like you know, not too loud because the trees kind of dumb the noise down a bit and there's a bit more insulation because we're double brick but it's still noisy like you could and, and so i've just gotten used to going to sleep with this humming noise now because <laughs> like, it's uh, recording wise it's a fucking nightmare like i i can i haven't got a quieter room in the house this literally is our quiet room and just happens to be right in the front of the house so with major roadworks going on at the front uh, my mics are picking up everything so um, apart from my bloody crusty voice, so that kind of doesn't work. Anywho, so got got all over all of that. So anyway, on with the show, and uh, yeah, cool. So Jeeves Creepers is my creature pick 
that is my favourite creature film uh, for the last 20 years. Um, over the last 40, however, there's been uh, a couple of crackers that have that have come up in between that kind of sit to the left of the major kind of flagship creature movies that you think, and the big, the big kahuna of that one would be The Creature of the Black Lagoon. That kind of kicked it all off, and then you had others in between that. So for me, I kind of went through what, which was the ones that kind of jumped out and really kind of shook me a bit uh and and stayed in my the wheelhouse of the ones that i really like that are a bit obscure and don't quite you know sit in the, the basket in the sunlight of the flagship kind of creature films like your you know um uh, tremors and and such so <clears throat> the so jeepers creepers uh, 2000 the other one 1980 was humanoids from the deep or monsters and then it's got humanoids of the deep in brackets it just depends on what was released at that time uh that one is kind of like if they say there was a movie that was a love letter to a certain film this was the r-rated penthouse edition story version <laughs> of the creatures from the black lagoon uh, very graphic, doesn't hold back, very gory. Uh, yeah, this is this is the uh, the very highbrow version of uh, Creatures of the Black Lagoon, uh, and so that's why I dug it. I dug the premise. I thought it was really good. Like if you follow the storyline, I mean, you can see it for free on YouTube. So just type in "Humanoids from the Deep" full movie, and it will come up, and you've got a free movie. Like you can't get pissed off with it, even if you think it's shit. It, it won't affect you anyway because it cost you nothing to watch it um but gory wise story wise creature design wise i really liked it like that's why i like this film and and, and got uh, made my list in in that uh, in that sense too after that in 84 i've hang on let me double check the cool i was correct uh is chud 1984 now chud the the humanoids from the deep i was late to the party with on that one because that i kind of learned afterwards while watching other films and then I'd, I'd watched it then chud i first got introduced to as a kid via trailers uh and then also another big ass cardboard cutout in our video shop um with the with the lid coming up and the glowing eyes and you know and then one of the trailers I saw, and I, I can't mistake the, you know, the um, the narrator, like, just going, chud, like, and it just stuck in my mind, you know, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. And as a kid, I was like, what a fucking mouthful. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? And then you chuck in the, the monster as well, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this movie? Like, and I thought, right, when I'm old enough, I'm definitely going to be checking out chud, like, for sure that's it's it's funnily enough it's got john goodman in it he plays um uh, one of the officers and another comedic actor as well that was in one scene in the diner where he gets attacked by all the chud monsters um and so it's got a pretty decent cast and like i said i just like the prop design i like the the theory behind it the storyline and stuff like that i thought it was really really good so definitely uh i recommend uh, from me as well and like i said i'll go into a little bit a little bit more story depth uh in the in the podcast version that you can listen to uh the next one is Pumpkinhead 1988 with lance harrington and uh, also starring uh, mira bielik as well she she was little uh in in this one this was her second movie the first one was actually beaches and then she was in Pumpkinhead, and then went on to do blossom and all these other tv shows um when people introduce her to late night tv shows and stuff like that they ramble off everything else but they don't mention Pumpkinhead at all so i don't know whether she says don't add me don't add Pumpkinhead." whether she says that or the host discretion is we're not going to interest we're just not going to mention a horror film that she was in i don't know it, it's a bit bizarre but they never talk about Pumpkinhead. they always bring up blossom they always bring up beaches and they just go over Pumpkinhead. like so anyway the reason why I picked Pumpkinhead is this, this is a phenomenal creature movie. Now, I was really, Pumpkinhead and The Creeper were, were the two ones I was kind of deciding over which one I wanted to talk about. 
And so I did a bit of a process where I was like, which was the one that really knocked my pants off? Like, and I was like, wow, because it just came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. The creature design, the, like I said, the, the story plot, the works. Like, and, and that's where the Creeper won it over on that one. As whether Pumpkinhead, um, you know, this oversized, terrifying creature, great storyline as well. Great creature premise, great design as well. So it was very, very hard for me to go, right, do I do a double feature and talk about both Pumpkinhead and the Creeper or I just have to pick one, really. So very equal one and two, the Creeper and Pumpkinhead for that. So I just wanted to stress that. So like I said, Pumpkinhead in 1988 came out uh, and I watched that as, as a preteen, I reckon, at a friend's place. We were doing a sleepover and a pumpkin head and it freaked me out in all the good ways and I just kind of said to myself yeah when I'm older I'm gonna I'm gonna own this and own this movie this was pretty good so um, I, that's the other uh, creature feature mentioned for me as well the other one that was I was late to the party and made my other kind of top five thing was Rawhead Rex now I see many pictures of Rawhead Rex in Fangoria growing up as a kid um, and seeing the pictures and going, what the fuck is this? Like, just his face and the teeth and, you know, he's just, he just looked like, um, he reminded me a bit of, like, a, a monster version of Rocksteady. Like, if, if <laughs> like, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, if he went, like, into a full horror film uh, about him, that's kind of what Rawhead Rex reminded me of. Um, and, um... Yeah, it just the, the, I like the idea. It's like set in Ireland. It's it's kind of the Irish version of like all these the answers to all these other creature American creature feature movies, um, and kind of Ireland's kind of you know response to to the horror gene. You know they threw their little hat in the ring and uh, yeah. So this was our kind of Irish horror film. Uh, I really dug it. I thought it was good. Um, look, yeah, the acting's a bit on and off, but I mean, you're going to get that. Uh, the special effects, it's 1986, so they did not too bad. Uh, it's its not rage quit material. Uh, I've seen modern day films with their CG, and I'm fucking rage quitting within a minute and a half. Uh, that's why I like to talk about the films that I like, not the films that I don't like, because it would be... A completely different podcast and I'd be here for hours just shitting on numerous movies and I, I just I don't want to do that like so, you know I just want to stick to the good stuff you know the good stuff gets my time and energy that's just kind of how I am and um, yeah so Rawhead Rex didn't mind it uh, and definitely check it out if you haven't seen it another free movie on YouTube Rawhead Rex full movie check it out you might like it, you might hate it. I think the gore effects on this is pretty good, and that's why it made the grade uh, in that in that sense, which was great. Uh, so yeah, definitely definitely check out Rawhead Rex, um, and yeah, like a just a well, okay. The story premise I, I really liked it too. It was like around witchcraft. Um, this town had dealt with this thing before, and they buried it, but somehow some resurrection work or the reconstruction and stuff like that it managed to come out it freed it by accident and it came out like that and that's how it starts attacking everyone um so yeah that's that's rawhead rex so that's that's them like i said i'll go into in depth on the in the podcast uh show about that so cool i'm gonna i'm just gonna shut this because i won't really need that anymore um uh, yeah, I'll get stuck into a little bit of the Jeepers Creepers, and uh, then uh, uh, yeah, we can uh, go from that. Cool. So Jeepers Creepers, uh, like I said, 2000 came out in uh, the US in August 2001, and then we got it in January 2002. I remember it was a summer movie. Um, I went to go and see it at the, the Highly Street Cinemas. Uh, I uh, caught the bus down, and you know, spent the day in town and the early session and and because uh the kids all it wasn't school holidays i just pretty much had the whole theater myself which is pretty good uh, i was also where i went to go and see event horizon actually uh in the same cinema too and um yeah i just 
I was aware of, so Gina Phillips at that point, I wasn't really familiar with, uh, but I was familiar with Justin Long, who uh, who plays uh, Derry, uh, well, Durry. <laughs> it's spelled D-A-R-R-Y. In the film, I could swear she's saying Derry. In the spelling, it's Dur like D-A-R-R-Y, which is quite funny, because Durry in Australian is a slang term for cigarette. <laughs> so <laughs> she's going, Durry, Durry, and I'm like, fuck, all right, do you want to... You want to smoke now, like you know, like so. You know, Trishan Trishan uh, Durry is uh, is uh, driving along the freeway, and uh, Justin Long. So he appeared in. Uh, so before this would have been uh, Galaxy Quest, if I'm not wrong, uh, and then after this, in the middle of shooting this in 2000, he was in a TV show called Ed, uh, who had uh, I think Tom Kavanagh or Ed no. I think it's Tom Kavanagh. He plays uh, Dr. Wells in The Flash uh, with the CW series. Um, it was Ed. It was just about this guy and his life. And Justin Long's character worked in in the bowling alley of the of the show. And he was kind of like the young guy in the TV show. It was kind of like I, I call Ed the guy version of the Gilmore Girls. Like this is the blokes Gilmore Girls it was Ed, pretty much. Um, I really dug the show. I liked it. You know, I thought it was alright. Uh, anyway, so that's how I knew Justin Long from that one. So when when the trailers came out for Jeepers Creepers and I saw him in it, I thought, oh, okay, this this should be interesting, man, because he's come from a like this comedic kind of thing, and now he's in this horror film. Uh, all right, no worries. So I saw a movie trailer for Jeepers Creepers, which is now you can see it on IMDb, which is basically the same theater release that I got. And um, yeah, far out. I'd, I'd by the end of this trailer, I was like, oh, I've got to see this fucking movie. Like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, nothing like that I, I remember seeing for a long time. And um, so anyway, like I said, Trish and, Trish and Durry uh, are going down uh, the freeway, which is now, which is shot in Florida. Uh, and at the start of the film, you see them driving and then, you know, this, 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 ping pong dialogue i call it we're not getting to know them but we're kind of getting to know them through a brother and sister bitchy dialogue and i don't mean bitchy in a negative sense i mean they have a very good relationship for a brother and sister and very sarcastic serious when it has to be serious but the the banter between these two is really really good uh and it's well written the so these two they're on their home they're heading back home like J justin's uh from college he's returning back to his mum and in the back he's got he's got all his laundry to bring back to his mum to wash and the sister's promptly giving him shit about that saying you know you can't use a washing machine and he's like you know dry clean is expensive and you know all this kind of stuff so he's being a bit of a tight ass and he's bringing all his his collection of dirty washing over a period of time back to his mum to wash and uh so it's just them you know talking and just about random stuff every now and then and then you know the um the urban legend story about that area comes up the sister brings up the uh the the boyfriend and girlfriend couple in 1977 that go missing and then you know um uh, Derry says, nah, this is the version of the story. They found the car and not her head. And then the sister had a different version of that story. So like all urban legends, the stories are all mixed up. And um, they kind of, you know, uh, are, are talking about what, what's going on. In the meantime, you see in the background, there's a camper van. like, a, a, And it suddenly turns off. Now, when it turns off... I don't know if it was just me and I had to watch this and I watched it a couple of times and I still couldn't get it. There's a flash near the wheel and I'm trying to work out whether it had driven. If you see other Jeepers Creepers movies, he loves throwing the road spike down or he throws something and it blows a tire. And I'm thinking, did he just blow the tire out of the camper van? Because you, you see this van because it's a big ass. Well, for American viewers, the Winnebago like you see this thing just swipe like take this hard fucking left well 
anyway, left or right turn, like, um, from my point of view, watching it on the screen, uh, you know, takes a hard turn and then goes off. And I'm thinking, that's a bit bizarre to turn like that. And I was thinking, I bet you he's had his tyre blown out and then he's coming back for them, like the creeper I'm talking about. Because behind them, you see the dark silhouette of the rusty... Uh, late 40s pickup truck zooming like and it's and it's picking up and it just reminded me of Jaws like you can just see the shark just coming like like you can see it they can't and they're oblivious like Justin like he's singing a song mate like he's singing rah, 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 and he's driving his car and he's singing a song I'm like fuck like so as a as a viewer you're like uh, dude 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 like there's a car there's a fucking car like it's like you know can you not hear that and then right as it approaches it just hits the horn and it's this weird kind of boat truck horn it's just bizarre just he jumps fucking out of his skin and nearly loses control of the car and he's trying to this is a funny thing. She keeps yelling, pull over so he can get thing. He goes, I'm trying. He's not trying. He's just he's just doing the steering wheel like this, going, I'm trying. I'm like, mate, just fucking spin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and he goes a bit on the grass, and then he's back on the road. I'm like, just pull over. Like, it's it, it's just hilarious. So that that part made me laugh. I didn't it didn't anger me, but it just made me laugh. I'm like, mate, you're not fucking pulling over. Like, like just you know, you pull over, you hit the brake, and you skid into the grass, like I've done numerous times. Um, and the guy would have, and eventually some kind of weird ass maneuver happens, and the creeper drives past him and just guns it like and just leaves him for dead like you know bloody fast and furious three second car style and in the background you see the number plate and i read it initially as beating you right and i went the fuck like and i thought wow it comes with its own bloody custom number plate like that's that's pretty good so then you know later on it gets revealed <laughs> It says be eating you and I went holy shit. That's sensational And I went this is a creature that's got its own fucking custom plate like you know How good is that apart from the the vampire in Stephen King Nosferatu, which I think is just a kick mate and a number plates like being a car buff a number plate NOS for R2 is just fucking brilliant like I just was like oh my god like, if I had a hot rod, that would definitely be the number plate for me. That That is just hands down the best. That is awesome. So, Bee Eating You was fantastic when I when I first saw this. And this is another kind of tick for me for this movie. You know, the originality, the kind of cool, you know, I thought it was great. And, I, and it got me thinking, who is this creature inside this van? Like, if if is it, is it a man? Is it, like, half a cretin? What the fuck? Like, it drives a car. Like, it, it knows, you know, everyone kind of goes, well, hang on a minute, you know, uh, Mike Myers uh, in Halloween, uh, a kid when he kills his sister, goes into Haydenfield, <laughs> like, comes out, knows how to drive a car somehow, like, you know, and everyone's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, you know, he went in as a kid, how the hell did he learn how to drive? Like, just things like that. So I, I kind of got myself thinking, like, what, like... Given the age of the creeper and this, you know, this the hundreds of years, you know, and you know the introduction, obviously, from horse to car and and stuff like that. Obviously, it had somehow learnt how to drive a car. My theory is when it when it consumes you, right? When it eats you, it eats you for a specific body part or organ, right? So my kind of, this is my theory. My theory to the creeper is basically he knows how to drive because he's consumed people after the introduction of the automobile, which is like a muscle memory, whatever. I've had a, well, it's not a column shift. I've been trying to look at whether it's a gear stick or not. There's some scenes inside, I think Jeepers Creepers 2 and 3, some of the some of the people inside the van have gone into the van so you see the layout inside the van in jeepers creepers the first one you don't you just see the back 
you're you're the POV inside the van looking out. So when he opens the doors, you see him throws a body in, shuts the door. That's all you're seeing, and then darkness. So that's the the Jeep, the creepers van that you see uh, in the first one. But in the second two and three, you get more familiar with the outlay of the inside cabin of the car. So I can't remember off the top of my head if this is a column shift or if this is like a gear um, um, situation. I'm more leaning on, because it's an old truck, it's definitely the gear uh, coming up. I've, I've been around older trucks like that. I, I'm, I'm going with that one. But I could be wrong. It could be a column-like uh, shift. So with anyway, I'm being a car nut. So um, the so that's why I was kind of like, okay, that's where it's learnt how to how to do it, or it's had plenty of practice on its farm. <laughs> Between eating people, uh, I'm going to go out and practice how to drive a car. Like uh, you know, it's evolved. If it's got to attack and kill its prey and bring it back, it's got to evolve. How does it evolve? Well, let me learn how to drive a car so that I can eat more people and cover more distance. So that's that's kind of my theory. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not putting it on the internet. You know, this is my little little zombie Joe theory, you know, about that. Um, so, yeah. There's... It's, yeah, because it's interesting. They talk about the creature, the the you know the theory, the myth behind the Jeepers Creeper. I think there's something around where it's it kind of explains what the creature is, kind of thing. They kind of lean a bit towards alien, but not really. They kind of lean a bit towards demon, but not really. It's it's just kind of sits. It's its own species, really. That's that's kind of why I found it more fascinating, is because it doesn't fit into these. Um, subjects and it's the reason why these are the creature films that I picked because the, I, I avoided Alien, I avoided Dynamic, I just kind of was like okay what's a humanoid like and what's some other creature movies that are out there that are really good that kind of stuck out as these um, kind of creature films and that's why I picked these movies um, so yeah anyway so that's kind of what goes down, there's this kind of off scenario and then Darian and Trish continue driving um, after that after being run off the road and they're kind of a bit spooked so while they're continuing down the road they see this abandoned church and Trish notices uh, the um, the truck and says that's the guy like and um, so they slowly drive past and they see the truck the truck doors are open they see the the creep the guy is long like he's in a dryzer bone kind of uh, duster coat I think they say in America we call it a dryzer bone um, here in Australia and uh, and his and his hat and he throws pretty much what's a body into a tree like a, a drain like um, galvanized uh, shaped tube angular that goes into the ground like a shoot. And uh, it's wrapped in a sheet, covered in blood, rope around the head, rope around the body. It looks like a body. Like, you know how they chuck a body from uh, in the sea, like when they do a, a, an ocean burial. That's what they're kind of what it looked like. So, um, anyway, they see that and they kind of go, what the fuck? Like, and that. So, pausing there, moving on to the real life inspiration of that. There was a couple, if you Google it, uh, this actually happened. Uh, they were driving uh, in the country, husband's gone in the thing, uh, and they see a guy chuck a body into a shoot like uh, in the back of the house, and uh, they contact the cops. Lo and behold, this guy killed his wife, and they just happened to drive past while they were doing it, and the guy who murdered his wife saw them and then fucking promptly chase them up the interstate like this this driver scene in here um the the scene with the truck also when the pursuit and the and the road rage kind of stuff as well uh was a nod to jewel which was another uh, horror film uh in the 70s based on uh, a like a truck driver and a guy uh and uh this kind of you know uh, tip a tat kind of feel. I saw it a very long time ago, 
it's great. That's kind of where I sit with it. I don't have any desire to sit and watch it again. Um, yeah, you know. And if there's an automotive horror section, it's not going to be my choice. It's it's not because I don't want to think it's shit. It's just it's not going to be my choice. I've got other automotive horror films that I can think of uh, outside of apart from Christine. So, uh, yeah. Cool. No, and it's not hybrid, and it's not that fucking tire one. Have you have you seen? Oh my god, that's it's it's a it's a tire that kills people. It's just bouncing around. I've seen the trailer. It's just rolling around. It just fucking kills people. I'm like, what the fuck is going? And when when I see movies like that, I'm like, mate, I've got scripts. Fuck this, I'm going to Netflix. Like, <laughs> I was just like, right, cut that shit out. Here's a real script. Make that, please. Like, oh my god, fucking bouncing tire. It kills people. I was just, man, just beggars belief. And, uh, or I know, you know, other people that are struggling as, as film writers have got really great scripts and great dialogue and character building and everything, and they can't get a leg up, but this fuckwit, like, is in, here's the fucking horror movie with a bouncing tire, like, oh, here's all the money. Fucking, here's all the money. Like, this is crazy. Just made me laugh like uh so anyway a little rant over um and this is why i don't do neg negativity podcast things about horror films because it'd be like uh, the major ranto so um anyway back to the task at hand body down the chute they get chased by the by the creek and this one it's a bit more full-on he starts ramming him he's like running them off the road he's meaning business like and then he does all that and then they kind of you know uh, pull off and off he goes somewhere like so i'm at this point i'm in two minds whether he's gone to actually kill the camper people um at this point i'm still trying to feel the the timeline in this because the camper people get mentioned in imdb but i don't that's it that's my assumption that that's what's going on he's chucked a body down there and uh so they end up going back to, to the house to see what's going down with this abandoned church and the in the tube uh and the pipe so they go back down and uh you know he's trying to have a look and he's dangling himself down and the sister's holding him and it's a classic line she goes this is the part of the movie where everyone thinks you're a fucking idiot like and it was true i was thinking to myself what are you doing like i was already thinking that when they drove back to the church i'm like mate why what the fuck like get on the fuck it was early 2000s so of course mobile phones don't work in the country then uh and which is true. I've been through some country towns and suddenly your bloody office, like your, well, I won't mention telecommunication companies on this thing. Whoop. Your, I, I went with a certain telecommunication company because they had better coverage in the, in the country uh, than, than other ones. So that's, that's what I'm going to say. Anyway, so they get taken out by the telecommunications mafia. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Um, so, of course, you know, the phone doesn't work kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, so they're kind of like, oh, shit, what do we do? So he's saying, you know, go back and, and get the thing. He sees rats. He freaks out. He jiggles too much. Of course, what happens? He goes down the chute. And then uh, he's down there. She thinks he's dead. He, he kind of gets up again, dusts himself off, and then kind of walks around and says, you know, go get help. If you see the thing, holler back at me and get help. This is what I was confused with because he was saying, go get help, but wait there. If you see the truck, get him to come back. I'm like, well, get her to go and then get the thing and not, you know, because she's just kind of sitting there either waiting for the truck to come back or waiting for someone else to come past so they can flag down and get a cop. I didn't understand that logic because, uh, uh, you know, it didn't make sense, but it's or I'm a dumbass. I don't know. I just I just didn't get that concept too much. And then she, of course, the truck is coming. She's shitting bricks, and you know lets him know that the truck's there. She gets out of the way, kind of thing. Um. And uh, in the meantime, he's he's looking around and discovers. Uh, a revelation in there which I'm not going to talk about discusses something else in there which I'm not going to talk about uh, structurally with this den 
or Leo that you want to call it. Uh, and then uh, there's a, a, where he comes back to the car. He gets out, he gets back to the car, he finds his way back out, and um, he's like, we've got to go to the cops. Like, we, we've got to right now. So they, they head off and they get to the diner. Um, so there's the diner scene, and he comes in, and he's shaking, he's not speaking properly, he's got mud, and he's all cut up, and, you know, he's looking absolutely mangered. Um, the people in the diner are looking at him, going, what the fuck's this guy? Like, you know, so the waitress said, you know, you can use the phone, like, you know, um, and the sister. They call the cops, so, being America, it's the troopers, uh, so the troopers come down for that county, and um, uh, they they take his statement. He's trying to explain to them what's going on. They're kind of finding it hard to believe, but you know they're hanging in there a bit. They're good. They're doing some good police work. They're trying to keep him calm while getting the story uh, out of him and understand that he's in shock and he's he's a bit uh, spooked as well. So they're 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 doing their job in that procedure wise to kind of keep him relaxed. While, uh, while he explains what's going on. And then, in the meantime, someone else said, was that your car out there? Because it's been broken into. So they go out there and they find all of uh, Dari's clothes splattered across the, across the thing he's broken in. He's managed to... And the waitress said, well, whoever it was was liking it while he was sniffing your clothes. Um, and he's, he's got the scent kind of thing. In the meantime, there was a phone call, and this is when we get introduced to um, Giselle, who's played by Patricia Belcher, uh, and she she's like a oh, I wouldn't say clairvoyant, but she's she's kind of said I've had this vision of you, uh, and you're now at this diner, and this is what you're wearing, and I've seen the vision of 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 the future, like. Uh, involving you and the creature uh, and so she plays the Jeepers Creepers song and says when you hear this song it's close like it's around so get out get out while you can kind of thing you know escape blah 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 so he thinks she's a bit of a crackpot but at the same time she's managed to say stuff that only he would know and she describes what he's wearing so he's looking around the diner thinking someone's on the mobile while trying to prank him which kind of doesn't make sense because how can you ring a public number on a phone? Like I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, again, me being a dumbass, like I don't know how. But he's kind of thinking that's what's going on, and then realizes shit. Okay, like she does kind of know what she's talking about, and is promptly freaked out by by him saying it, and then so he hangs up, tells her to fuck off, and hangs up, and they go with the troopers. So this is the part of the film where. Creeper ramps it. This is like right. I'm, I'm, I'm now gonna catch, catch my prey now. And whoever's in my way is just. I'm just gonna go through them. Like, so uh, the troopers are, are, are following uh, behind uh, Derry and um, and Trish. They're bringing them in for. Well, not questioning because they're in the shit, but they they want to know what's going on anyway. So they start. Sorry, they start heading off for the farm. Right, they're going to go to the farmhouse, the the old church house. Uh, after he gives them a description of what's going on, and he mentions the couple that went missing in the seventies, and the coppers go, "Well, they'd be bone by now, like not with flesh and sewn together." So they're kind of trying to work out what he's talking about. Um, and he's explaining, "Look, they're pick like they're pickled, like that's he's done some kind of." Uh, thing to the skin that's preserved that kind of thing and that's why they're like that and so anyway they decide to humor him and hear him out and go down to investigate in the meantime they get they get a radio call from someone saying the place is lit like it's on fire like they've so they're almost suggesting that they burnt the place down and made the story up so they're thinking oh, okay that's something to think about right when this happens the creeper you can hear this noise and you're like the hell was that it was actually him flying uh, and he lands on the on the police car uh, and he's standing on the police car and the other officer what the hell is that and like goes to look and gets uh, sucked out and then the other guy gets pulled out through the roof 
you know, so that's that's pretty good and and um, pretty good effect. And by this point, I was like, "Fuck, I've got to own this movie when it comes out. I've got to own this film. Holy shit, this is phenomenal!" And then he pulls the sax out, and I was like, "What fucking creature? Like, he's making his own, he's making his own bloody." tools like this is this is pretty good like he's made his own weapon he's got a he's got the thing and like i said in the later jeeper creeper series he's making all this weaponry out of bone and skin and you know these rig booby traps in the van and like you know spears and and in the carvings there's stories in the carvings about him carved into the thing so there's a lot of this kind of lore and uh you know story behind uh behind the creeper and that's why i picked the creeper as the ultimate kind of creature film so uh but i'm not going to go into jeepers creepers two and three um there's a new one reborn which is going to be the retelling and resetting of the story due to i've been avoiding it the controversy around jeepers creepers uh, which, as horror fans, we are, are know about, um, and hence why I haven't been bringing that up. So, uh, I look. I just personally, okay, I'll, I'll take a moment to explain myself with that. Um, we know what happened uh, involving the director and the writer of the film. My reflection of that is, the other actors and actresses and the people that are the cast and crew and everyone involved in this film should not be punished over the actions of one disgusting fucking human being like so i you, it's unfair to to write off a creative thing that people had that were a part of that had nothing to do with what happened right i'm in solidarity with the victim of the individual it's just a piece of shit. I don't even want to say his name, but like the the individual, like I'm I'm in solidarity with the victim and not the the person. So I think what's happened is after this one and one, two, and three came out, the accusation and and proven incident had come forward at that point. And so what they decided to do was they're going to tell the story again and they're going to change it. Like, so whether the creeper is played by a different actor, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, whether, but all it, it's, it's called Reborn and it's coming out, like, I think this year or next year. And this is going to be the next set of trilogy in the Jeepers Creepers universe. So that's, that's just my point of view on that one like also the second reason why while i was umming unarring whether i pick jeepers creepers as the film for this episode and and for my above my past statement that i just said before was the reason why i chose and stuck with it because i just feel this individual can't punish other people you know and by you know somehow cancelling this film is almost making him win like because other people have now become more victims of it right rather you know it's yeah it's just how it is anyway so that's my statement i now shall continue on with the film cool. so at that point the cops get attacked they're like right you know they're on their own they're just surviving now they're on this road they don't know where the fuck they're going they're just trying to get away from this thing and so they meet up with uh another house they find another farmhouse they go in to to for hopefully to use a phone in order to notify that the police deals uh, officers are down and they need uh, police assistance this is where they meet the cat lady behaved by uh ellen uh, eileen brennan um, anyone my age and a bit older would recognise her from the movie with Steve Curry, uh, not uh, Tim Curry, not Steve Curry, Australian actor, because <laughs> the Tim Curry, uh, Mr. Pennywise himself, uh, uh, he uh, and uh, you know Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, in Clue, he plays the butler, uh, but she plays one of the rich ladies in the movie Clue, which is a phenomenal mate. Check it out; it's a great great 80s film i'm still hunting a copy for that myself 
uh, to make from my 80s collection. Uh, a great movie. I watched it as a kid. My mum and I loved it. We watched it numerous times. I had my own copy that I taped off the television. Uh, it was a, a phenomenal show, uh, movie. So, yeah, not really liked it. So, you'd know her from that. So, obviously, now very aged. Uh, so, she plays this kind of crazy cat lady kind of in there. They're trying to ask if they can use the phone. Being a country person, naturally suspicious of outsiders and was not really reluctantly wanting anyone to come into their house and use their phone. Rightly so. Uh, and so because of this delay, the creeper was able to catch up kind of thing and uh, is now in the thing. So, you know, shit kind of goes down uh, uh, there as well. And, it can, and the hunt continues. And again, you know, they escape kind of thing. So eventually they make their way down to the town and to the sheriff's department. And um, <clears throat> and so, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where the major kind of showdown happens with the creeper. This is where we meet Giselle in person. And Giselle's really trying to explain to them, like, this is what's going to go down. Like, and they're really kind of pissed off. They're scared. She's saying some pretty stuff. Like, she's saying a lot of stuff that's scaring the shit out of them at the same time. So, rightly, they're, they're very resistant to her and what she's saying. Uh, and then the creeper attacks inside the, inside the, um, inside the, God, she's having a bloody brain melt then. Like, um inside the police station so um there's a big showdown and the creeper gets to pick who he wants like and how he does that is by scent so he's been sniffing you know uh durry stuff he's been sniffing uh, trisha's stuff he's sniffing her sniffing him like licking her licking him he's picking like he's and then in this minute to two minutes it's this intense. So the first time I watched this movie, this whole premise and like how he was selecting who he was going to pick and eat was just, it reminded, I was just like, fuck. I know like animals can sense fear or smell or things like that. And just that way he was hunting like in that premise, the gills on his neck, you know this kind of stuff that you were seeing throughout the film like just the autonomy of the creep of the creeper was really amazing like you know the gills and all this other stuff and noises and you, this was slowly slowly um released to you throughout the film and that's why you know the creature concept was phenomenal for me like there's nothing like him um outside of predator you know there's a bit where he opens his face and there's the hooks and you think and you kind of it's a bit it's a bit predator but not really like you can't go oh it's a full-blown ripoff it's not um so there's there's been some design changes uh deliberate design changes uh you can tell with uh with the creature for that and so yeah that's that's kind of that for me and then um so in that point, there's there's the showdown with the officers, and then he starts attacking the officers as well. In between that, you will see, standing behind everybody, uh, you will see Jonathan Brick, spelled B-R-E-C-K. He is actually the creeper. Like, he's the guy playing the creeper, but he's also one of the officers, lining up with a gun drawn, watching this other officer getting killed, and then he joins in the shooting in the background so you just like this blink you'll miss it kind of cameo of the guy who's playing the creeper for the last two um other movies as well there's no mention of him in reborn so i don't know whether he's gone on or he's not i, I don't know that's i don't know about that um there's no other information about reborn and who's in it it's just that's it so that's all i can tell you at the moment so I thought that was funny, interesting, you know, that he kind of was uh, in the movie as the creature, but also as one of the cops as well. So, um, so yeah. So that's what happens. And then uh, basically the creeper gets who he wants to get. And, uh, and that's kind of, 
how that goes down, you know. Um, and then you got the ending. So I'm going to stop there. I won't go any further because that's kind of when you go into the spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen uh, uh, Jeepers Creepers, uh, definitely go and check it out. Like I said, it's free on YouTube, so you can you can grab a, a copy. I've got my own DVD version here, so I'll watch that. Um, and actually, I'll just check. Okay, correction. So what I've I've just had a quick squeeze on on YouTube. So basically, you can rent uh, Jeepers Creepers Ravenous, which is the third or the fourth installment. Jeepers Creepers Two, uh, you can watch for free. Jeepers Creepers Three, you can watch for free. Uh, and the first one you can't. It's um, yeah, no. Can't um, uh, yeah. So well, actually, Jeepers Creepers three. You can actually watch it free. You don't have to buy it. It's, you don't have to rent it. If you go down, you'll see it. So yeah, it's it's a well. You got the choice of buying and renting Jeepers Creepers two and three, but there's there's two versions on here that you can just watch anyway. It's good quality. It's not shit. So you can you can see it from that. Uh, there you go. Cool. So uh, yeah, that's that's Jeepers Creepers. So um, like I said, I'm also gonna say so honorable mentions: uh, Humanoids from the Deep, Chud, Pumpkinhead, and Rawhead Rex are also my horrible mentions for uh, the creature feature horror um, segment of this episode number twenty for Adelaide Horror Podcast. Uh, like I said, um, yeah, so I'm going to go into it a bit more, um, the other movies a bit more into the podcast version of this, uh, but this version was just going to be a bit shorter and I was just going to quickly go over uh, the movie Jeepers Creepers and then, um, uh, cool. So that's that. So I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. Like I said, more in-depth show in the uh, in the Spotify, iTunes and Stitcher version. So once you finish with this and you want to get it, uh, get into a bit more um, or you're driving your car around or whatever uh, go on and uh, listen uh, to the show on there cool so just a reminder um, every month now will be an episode rather than every fortnight it's just the way it goes uh, that's my reality of, at the moment uh, how everything is so I hope you enjoyed the show uh, please like and subscribe on uh, YouTube here uh, would be great. Uh, I've only got a couple of numbers that are subscribed and big numbers on Instagram and uh, Facebook. So if you could help me out by um, clicking the subscribe button here on YouTube and liking a video, uh, that would be good. Um, and also with Spotify, feel free to write to me at um, Adelaide Horror Podcast Gmail. Uh, dot com or you can message me on the Facebook uh, group Adelaide Horror Podcast you can join that way uh, you can also write to me on Instagram as well or message me on Instagram uh, via one of the pictures I upload or you can message me feel free to message me I'm very happy to talk with you I'm very happy to video chat with you if you like uh, I've uh, no qualms with that uh, whatsoever I've got some cool projects coming up, so that's pretty good in the pipeline. Like I said, it's just come down to timing and work and jiggling everything and, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. So stay scary, and I'll see you in the crypt.